0: Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Hello and welcome to Zig Ziglar's Inspire Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lindsay, hoping you're having a better than good week this week. Today, we'll be working on a specific skill, using your voice to communicate. Remember when your mom called you to come in from outside? Just from the tone of mom's voice, you knew whether you were in trouble or not. Yes, you really can use your voice when you sell. To help you make your presentation effective, let's turn it up and listen to Mr. Zig Ziglar.
1: Probably the most neglected area in the world of sales training has to do with the use of your voice. I'm now going to make a very strong statement. In my judgment, the most important thing you can do to dramatically improve your closing percentages and to make more sales is to deliberately train your voice. Learn how to use voice inflections. Because most people simply do not properly approach that. A lot of people learn the other things, but for whatever reason, they learn how to use their voice by accident. Strong statement to make now. If you do not have your own cassette player recorder, you, my friend, are not in the world of selling yet. OR AT LEAST YOU'RE NOT DEADLY SERIOUS ABOUT BECOMING AS MUCH AS YOU CAN BECOME. YOU ABSOLUTELY MUST GET A GOOD cassette RECORDER. YOU MUST RECORD YOUR PRESENTATION. NOW, I KNOW A LOT OF TIMES PEOPLE SAY, WELL, Jake, I DON'T SOUND ON TAPE AS I SOUND IN PERSON. WELL, I GOT NEWS FOR YOU. YOU DO. NOW, THERE MIGHT BE A LITTLE DISTORTION BUT BASICALLY YOU SOUND EXACTLY THE SAME IN PERSON AS YOU DO ON TAPE. NOW, THE REASON FOR THE APPARENT DISTORTION IS THIS. A COUPLE OF YEARS AGO, MY WIFE HAD AN OPERATION ON HER EAR. I WAS TALKING WITH A SURGEON ABOUT THIS VERY SUBJECT. AND I SAID, WHY DOES IT SOUND DIFFERENT, YOUR VOICE, WHEN YOU RECORD IT AS A VERSE WHEN YOU'RE uh, TALKING? HE SAID, VERY SIMPLE. WHEN YOU LISTEN TO WHAT YOU SAY AS YOU TALK, THE PRIMARY SOURCE OF SOUND IS COMING THROUGH BONE. Now, I'm not calling you a bonehead. I'm just saying the primary source of sound comes through bone. Then he said, when you make the recording, the primary source of sound is coming through the air. And that's why it makes the difference. You need to record your presentation. It would be ideal if it could be in front of a live prospect. IF THAT CANNOT BE HANDLED, THEN YOU PUT IT IN A SIMULATED, IN A CLASSROOM SITUATION, THE FULL PRESENTATION. GIVE IT EVERYTHING YOU GOT, DO IT AS YOU NORMALLY WOULD DO. THEN YOU NEED TO DO TWO THINGS. YOU NEED TO LISTEN BACK AND ANALYZE, AND THEN YOU NEED TO SCRIPT YOUR PRESENTATION. YOU NEED TO DO THE SAME THING WITH THE WAY YOU ANSWER OBJECTIONS, THE WAY YOU CLOSE SALES, THE WHOLE BIT NEEDS TO BE RECORDED. YOU'RE GOING TO DISCOVER SOME INTERESTING, SOME PLEASING, and some information that you won't be glad to get except for the fact that it will help you to become infinitely more professional. You're going to discover, first of all, that the chances are about nine to one that you talk too much. That's right. The second thing you're going to discover is that particularly toward the end of the presentation, you have the tendency to get into much of a monotone. AND THE THIRD THING IS YOU'RE GOING TO DISCOVER IS THAT YOU DEAL IN A LOT OF AREAS THAT HAVE NOTHING WHATEVER TO DO WITH THE SALE ITSELF. LET ME TELL YOU WHAT'S GOING TO HAPPEN. WHEN YOU PUT THE WORDS TO SCRIPT, THEY'RE GOING TO REMIND YOU OF SOME THINGS THAT YOU HAVE FORGOTTEN. YOU'RE GOING TO THEN WRITE THOSE THINGS DOWN, THOSE POINTS, THOSE EXAMPLES, THOSE IDEAS. AND WHEN YOU WRITE DOWN WHAT YOU'D BEEN USING, COMBINED WITH WHAT you had FORGOTTEN, SOME BEAUTIFUL NEW IDEAS ARE GOING TO BE GENERATED FROM IT. YOU'RE GOING TO HAVE A SURGE IN THE GROWTH OF YOUR SELF-IMAGE. YOU'RE GOING TO REALIZE THAT YOU'RE MUCH FURTHER DOWN THE PATH AS A PROFESSIONAL THAN YOU REALIZED THAT YOU WERE. BIG WORD OF CAUTION. PROFOUND STATEMENT. Listen carefully. Pay attention. Don't go anywhere right now. Stay with this recording. If you're not powerful careful with all this new information, you're going to be guilty of gross overkill. You're going to tell that prospect about three times as much as they need to know in order to make the decision. Then what do you do? You simply sift through this new information and load it with those power shots. You also will have additional information to deal with the questions and objections, and instead of having fluff in there, you give them an awful lot of meat from hello to goodbye. I can absolutely assure you when you give it more thought, you will be a far better, a far more productive, a far more professional sales person. All right, now, I mentioned the fact that you've now gotten a great deal of information. You now need to start training your voice so that you can make it more effective. You do that, first of all, as you listen to that presentation, you ask yourself a question. If I were calling on me... With that presentation I just made, would I be convinced? Would I buy from me? That's a very important thing. Then we need to look at how we change the inflection of the voice to make those words more effective. All I'm saying is that with voice inflection, you can give it an entirely different perspective and an entirely different meaning. You can tell your child to do something or you can ask a prospect to do something and it can either be in love or hate using the same words. But the tone, the inflection of your voice is what makes the difference. And so as we look at the voice inflection close, you learn to do the things I'm talking about first by taking that one sentence, I did not say he stole the money. AND YOU NEED TO USE THOSE SENTENCES INTO A RECORDER UNTIL A STRANGER CAN LISTEN TO THEM AND TELL YOU WHAT THOSE WORDS ARE SAYING. NOW, YOU'LL HAVE TO PRACTICE THAT A NUMBER OF DIFFERENT TIMES AND YOU'LL HAVE TO LISTEN CAREFULLY AND MAKE IT COME BACK. AND WHEN YOU HAVE THEN DONE THAT SUCCESSFULLY, NOW re-record YOUR PRESENTATION. With the new voice inflection and the new information, you will discover that in a matter of a month, you can dramatically increase the impact of that presentation. THEN AS YOU LISTEN TO THIS RECORDING, YOU WILL WANT TO PLAY THESE THINGS OVER AND OVER AND YOU'LL NEED TO BACK IT UP AND THEN SPREAD IT FORWARD AND BACK IT UP AND THEN LET IT GO FORWARD TO HEAR THIS PARTICULAR THING A NUMBER OF TIMES FROM HERE ON IN. HOW MANY OF YOU HAVE PROSPECTS WHO OCCASIONALLY SAY TO YOU THAT YOUR PRICE IS A LITTLE OUT OF LINE? CAN I SEE YOUR HANDS? I KNOW of VERY FEW SALESPEOPLE WHO DO NOT ENCOUNTER THAT OBJECTION. NOW, SOME OF THEM BRING IT UP IN ONE WAY, SOME IN ANOTHER. One guy will be dog-mad at that price is ridiculous. You might have an old boy down home kind of a philosopher who will kind of say, well, you folks kind of proud of that stuff yourself, ain't you? (laughs) Another one might be a little timid or a little hesitant, you know, and he'll say, well, it seems to me that uh, that price is a little high. Now, they're all talking about price, but you handle them in a different way. The prospect who says, that price is ridiculous, you simply lower your voice and repeat almost verbatim what they said. The price is ridiculous? Now, that sounds so simple. But you'll need to practice it on your recorder a number of times. What you have done psychologically is you now have moved the objection back over to his side of the table. Now, he's got to justify his statement instead of you defending the price. And there is A lot of difference. Now, you can use these in social situations, family situations, or any other situations. You know, ladies, you might beat your husband home if you both work, or if you do not work and he gets home, and you've had a tough day, you know, you simply say to your husband, Honey, did you want to take me to Aleman's for dinner tonight, or would Farfallow's be better? Well, he might not be in the kind of mood to take you out to dinner, and he might well say, well, honey, I really didn't want to take you anywhere to dinner. Or he might be even uh, more emphatic than that. Well, you don't argue with him. You simply look at him and say, you don't want to take me to dinner? Huh? <laughs> IT'S ALMOST UNFAIR, ISN'T IT? (laughs) SOME PEOPLE CALL THEM THE WEAKER SEX. I'M ALWAYS AMAZED uh, AT THAT MYSELF. THEY LIVE LONGER THAN WE DO. ANY DOCTOR WILL TELL YOU THAT THEIR ENDURANCE IS MUCH GREATER. THEIR THRESHOLD OF PAIN IS MUCH GREATER. ALL OF THESE GOOD THINGS. WE'LL LEARN SOMEDAY. BUT ANYHOW, YOU you, you MIGHT BE GRASS-CUTTING TIME AT HOME. AND SO YOU SAY TO YOUR SON, SON, IT'S TIME TO CUT THE GRASS. Well, you know, some of our youngsters are not always overly motivated, excited, and enthused and dedicated and committed uh, to cleaning the yard as we are. And so he might, uh, well, say, I don't want to cut the grass. Well, you just look at him and simply say, you don't want to cut the grass, son? (laughs) Now, what you've done, very simply, is you put it back on his side of the fence. And now he has to deal with it. It might be uh, time to uh, study the lessons. It's time to start working on your homework, son. I don't want to work on my homework. You're not interested in a good education, son? Put it on his side, you see. Now, what does all of this do? All of this very simply puts you, instead of in an antagonistic position where it's me against you, you're making him or her accept their responsibilities for their conduct. And if you can do that, in many cases, you're going to improve the performance. Now, in selling somebody, if you can make that customer start thinking, see, if you are selling a legitimate product at a legitimate, Legitimate price, AND IT IS IN THEIR BEST INTEREST TO BUY, THEN YOU'RE MAKING THEM THINK ALONG THOSE IDENTICAL LINES. YES, VOICE INFLECTION CAN PLAY A TREMENDOUS ROLE IN SELLING. IT MEANS THAT YOU'RE SELLING ON THE OFFENSE INSTEAD OF THE DEFENSE. AS CHARLIE CULLEN SAID, YOU ARE SELLING uh, AUDACIOUSLY. YOU ARE CHALLENGING uh, THE PROSPECT. NOW, I WANT TO SAY SOMETHING HERE, AS I'VE SAID BEFORE. In my judgment, the single most important skill you need to concentrate on is the learning of the use of your voice. I want to emphasize this is simple, but it is not easy. It's going to be a little embarrassing and challenging to sit there by yourself talking into that cassette player, making like a movie star or an actor somewhere or a recording artist. But my friend, the performance and the playing field of your empty room there, if you handle it properly, it will improve your performance much, much, much in front of the prospect. I challenge you to get your cassette out and you do exactly what I'm talking about. You need to do it a dozen times, even 20 to 30 times to get that voice inflection exactly right. Is it trouble? Yes. Is it work? Yes. Is it worth it? You betcha. It's worth every bit of it. Now, suppose that the uh, prospect uh, has simply said to you, it uh, seems to me that the price is a little out of line. Now, please understand one thing. THERE ARE A LOT OF PROSPECTS WHO, FOR WHATEVER REASON, WILL AUTOMATICALLY SAY THE PRICE IS TOO HIGH. MAKES NO DIFFERENCE WHAT IT IS. THEY THINK THAT PUTS THEM IN A BETTER POSITION TO NEGOTIATE A BETTER PRICE OR TO GET A BETTER DEAL IN SOME WAY, FORM, OR FASHION FROM YOU. AND SO THEY'RE AUTOMATICALLY GOING TO SAY SOMETHING ABOUT THE PRICE BEING A LITTLE TOO HIGH. WHAT YOU NEED TO DO IS FIND OUT IF PRICE REALLY IS THE PROBLEM OR IS THERE ANOTHER ISSUE. My friend John Hammond has successfully handled literally thousands of objections of this nature. And what he does is very simple. He looks at the prospect and says, If there were a way I could show you that the price is more than fair and the product is worth every dime we're asking, would you go ahead and take advantage of our offer today? Now what you're going to do is find out, is price the objection or is there something else? This forces the prospect to make a commitment based on price when his real objection might be color, style, neighborhood, or something else you could and should even must identify. If this is the situation, his response is going to be, Well, no, not really price is not really the problem. And when he says that, then you can simply say, then there must be some other reason you're hesitating. Would you mind if I ask what that reason might be? A superb procedure for smoking out the real objection. Price is too high. Let me ask you a question, Mr. Prospect. Do you like the product? Notice again all the questions we're asking. Do you like the product? Well, yes, I like it, but it says that the price is high. Lower your voice, look your prospect right in the eye, and I'll say this so many times throughout the series, look the prospect in the eye. That's one of the reasons as a salesperson, unless there's absolutely dazzlingly bright sunshine, you're out on the desert somewhere, you must never have on sunglasses. That prospect needs to clearly see those eyeballs. Whether it is fact or fiction, most people have been taught that if he won't look in the eye, he ain't honest. How many of you have ever heard that? I don't like that guy. Wouldn't look me in the eye. Well, my experience has been that the greatest con men of all time, I mean, the smoothest-talking rascals I have ever seen, could look you dead center with those baby blue eyes and just charm you out of your last buck. And they never varied at all. I mean, they looked you dead center. But most people agree that they don't trust those who will not look them in the eye. And so if you can't see their eyes then the tendency not to trust is much greater. Among other things, they might think you're on drugs, you know, and that's the reason that uh, you need to have those uh, eyeballs where they can see. So anyhow, the prospect has said, uh, you've asked them if they like the product, and they say, yeah, I like the product, but the price is too high. Then you lower your voice, you look at them, and say, wouldn't you agree, Mr. Prospect, that it is difficult to pay too much for something you really like
0: what mr ziegler is proposing is a lot of work and effort to record yourself to listen back to it and to make adjustments a lot of work with a huge payoff you can improve your skills and learn how to use your voice better in every situation i wish you the very best on your journey with improving your voice inflection until next time i'm blake lindsey encouraging you to live your life to the fullest
1: Sigler. Sigler.
0: Inspiring true performance.